Hi there, you. Yes, you. We're so glad you found us. Welcome to Embers, a podcast by Volo. We live in a world of digital overload. We at Volo are committed to guiding teens as they seek to create real connections. Once they experience the power of human relationships and their vast capacity for love, we challenge them to go out and make the world a better place. We take teens from all walks of life on retreats. In this space, they are eager to open up and uncover what matters most. For them, it's pretty simple. Sustained, unplugged, face-to-face connection, a sense of belonging. Our podcast is a hub of inspiration for both teens and adults. Embers is a place where our teens share their stories as they navigate the waters between childhood and adulthood. We realize they've got a lot to teach us. What they hope for sounds good to us, too. Join us here as Volo Youth explore timely and compelling topics, fanning the embers burning in each of us. In this episode, our teens explore the idea of community. They dive deep, sharing their thoughts on the factors that create a healthy circle and cultivate meaningful connections, as well as a sense of belonging, even in this digital age. Come along. Hi, I'm Dana. I'm Savannah. I'm Angel. I'm Robbie. I appreciate you all being here today. And our topic is community. And it's a concept that I'm constantly thinking about and intrigued by both on retreats and more importantly, out in our lives. Yeah, I really appreciate having community that I can like look to and also feel supported by. I think it's something maybe comes from being a triplet that I have a constant community. I think very similarly of like what it means to have a community. I think of a community to have like many different moving parts in it. It's a place for me where I feel loved and supported, but also one thing very important for me is that kind of the uniqueness of it. I kind of want to be in a, a community that has many different types of people in it, different personalities. And I think all of that kind of mixes together and you get something really beautiful out of it. I definitely agree. I think also with community is there's always one thing that binds it together. Like a school, you have different parts of the school. You have like the athletic side and you also have like theater and academics. And I feel like with community, everyone supports each other with that. I mean, that's a great segue into a concept I wanted to talk about, which was what makes people feel comfortable in a community or what draws people to community. Are there communities that you don't feel comfortable in or is that kind of an oxymoron? is necessarily the notion of a community a positive thing? I think with everything, they have their ups and downs. But I think there are plenty of communities where I wouldn't say necessarily feel uncomfortable, but I do definitely feel like I'm stepping outside of my kind of comfort zone and outside of my box, I would say. Like a prime example would be school, high school and specifically. So much is happening there, so much academically, socially, 
And at times you could be really putting yourself out there, trying to make friends or trying to balance a whole bunch of different things. I know personally for me, it isn't something I necessarily feel uncomfortable with, but I do feel myself like exerting myself and kind of, I have a weight and it's not necessarily bad, but it is something that doesn't feel completely like blissful. Do you two feel that as well, that there are communities that maybe they're appealing, but they're not, it's not as natural for you to be in them? Yeah, I agree that high school is a huge one because we, like, I may go to the same school as like 500 other kids, but we're all part of like the same high school, but there are different parts of that high school. There are different communities, as Savannah said. And I think that like, that's a huge, like finding, be able to have a place where you can share your voice is huge in high school sometimes, like in class, like if you don't feel comfortable, then you're not going to voice that opinion versus if you're like surrounded by people that you know, care about you or like want to listen to you, then it's a totally different thing to do. Yeah, I really agree with that. I feel like within school there are different spots it's more like stereotypical but like you have like the athletes and the people who do theater and I feel like uh, sometimes like a problem is that when you try and immerse yourself in both of those worlds it's gets a little tension because you're in one community but people feel like you should only be in one and so there's kind of a pushback on you and you feel uncomfortable when you feel like they resent you a little bit that you aren't fully involved and devoted to that one thing which kind of goes back to what angel was saying about his box i think that there are boxes that we're all like put in and i think it's hard to break out of that box I feel that like 100%. Last year at my school, I played sports all three seasons. And this year I decided to kind of make a little bit of a change of with that and decide to kind of pursue a little bit of my career in acting and do like a musical at my school. And I felt pressures just by having to perform in front of the people that I'd played sports with. I felt like there was kind of, I was so anxious to do that because you have that thought in your brain like oh my god what are they going to think of me what is like how is this going to impact my reputation and that's where I get kind of the weight and the uncomfortableness that might come with a community so can you all go around and tell me what are the pieces or qualities that make a community feel comfortable because it feels like there's a little bit of paradox that Sometimes you're in a community, which we would assume we do feel comfortable in, and yet maybe people aren't totally respectful of the choices you're making. And so maybe that isn't an ideal community. And can you think about what makes a community feel safe, comfortable, really a place you want to choose to spend your time? I think one quality that is like really important to me is when you do an activity or, or are in a group where the group wants you there, like whether it's your main thing that you do or if you're just trying something new and it doesn't really matter that they still want you there. They're happy that you're joining them on that journey. And I feel like that is just a really important thing instead of kind of feeling like an outsider because they've been doing it. It's their main thing. And you're kind of just on the outside looking in. As you said that, I was thinking there's high school is like this hotbed you know, of communities. And when you leave it, there will also be more communities, but there might be a little bit more spread out. You're in this kind of concentrated area where really there's many, many different circles you could be a part of right in that same kind of under that roof of that high school. And so 
for good or for bad that may make it, you know, these dense community spaces make it challenging, I'm sure. And also, yeah, to Savannah's point, when you find those people in that circle who are so excited you're there, whether you've been there a day or a decade. Yeah, I agree that a big part of having a community is feeling wanted because if you're not comfortable, then you're not going to like be yourself. You're not going to have fun. And I mean, in high school, that's definitely something that like, it's really hard because you don't know all the time. And as I look ahead at like at my future, as I look for which college that I want to go to next year, it's really like trying to figure out which community would I be part of. And I've come to realize that like each college will be like high school. Like it'll have all of its different communities and it's like do I want to be a student athlete like what do I want to major and it's like which community do I want to be like associated with which like it's obviously like I'm not just gonna be part of one but it's a huge thing to think about and I think high school's taught me that like you can be part of multiple like I'm part of Volo I'm part of sports team for a different school like I do so many different things and I feel wanted in all of them and that makes the whole difference so a sense of belonging mm-hmm. I was going to ask that, what communities are you connected to outside of high school? Do you feel a sense of community outside of school, or is it really pretty focused on your school? Well, I mean, as I said, I don't do a sport with my high school. I do it with a different school, and so that has brought me to connect with people from all of our like, different parts, like Portland, Freeport, Yarmouth, like so many different places where I wouldn't have been able to meet those people. And I think like it's been huge in my high school, like because high school can seem really small. And so having like being able to build connections outside of high school is like that's what powers me. Like because sometimes like it's just gets so boring to do the same thing, see the same people every day. So it's refreshing to be part of things outside of high school. Not you two. Do you feel like most of your circles are centered in school. I feel like for the most part, but also if I'm going to like Bow Street with my parents or something, you always end up seeing someone that you know, whether it's a kid or a parent of one of your friends. I love that notion that the community can be, you know, this activity you do or this, you know, pals at school. And it also can be almost in a looser sense of feeling you get when you go, in this case, to a, a small kind of neighborhood store and that consistency of who you see and the fact that people are warm and back to Robbie's place, like they kind of want you there, you know? I would say that my community is pretty based at school, mainly I think just because of the commute I have to make. I spend a lot of time, I would even say more time at my school in Portland than I do at my own house. So I've gotten to know Portland a lot better and it's become a lot more familiar. And because of that, I think I have really kind of centered myself in being at my school and therefore my friends and my community is really based at my school. This gets a little meta, but I'm curious what you think influences community. So maybe think of communities you're a part of and what makes you feel that sense of belonging or what makes you feel resented or what makes you feel welcome? What influences those communities? I think in high school, a lot of the communities that are built up are really built on the idea of struggle. In high school, like I mentioned before, there's so much going on. And I feel like I've made friends with a lot of people because I share classes with them, meaning that I share really hard assignments with them. And I can go to them if I ever have questions. And I think from that struggle of having to get through this stepping stone onto your future really helps you kind of 
build the bond with them because you're sharing something in common. Because you're focused on high school, but as Angel alluded to, it's a stepping stone along this path of life, right? So I'm curious, as you all think about the communities you will inevitably belong to, be welcomed into when you leave high school, and even depending on if you go to college or not after college, I'm curious what your vision, if you're kind of You know, if high school is about learning and it's not just about learning algebra or analyzing literature, there's a lot more there, right? So if you're learning about how to be in community, how you see that impacting your life after school and what kinds of lessons you're taking from being in communities, being influenced by certain factors of those communities and, you know, how you view, I realize this is asking a lot, but pick any of it, how you envision yourself engaging in communities after school. What I've learned from my experience at my school is that when I get older and I'm in college or I'm even done with college, I want to have community or a group of people that are with me and support me and have the, not exactly like me, but have like a like-mindedness to succeed and be able to progress and keep growing. We're doing so much learning right now in high school, but something that I love, even though at times it might like hurt my brain, is how much we are learning. I love the idea of how much we're growing, how much we are opening our minds. And Even when I'm all done with school, I know that I'll never be done with learning. And I want to have a community that will help me, will push me, and I'll push them. It will push each other to keep on growing together. That sounds like a great goal. I think that's something we all look for and will look for. That'll be part of, like, after college and after high school, what I will try to find. And then also a big part of me, like, being connected to my community is my entire life I've been taught to give back to my community, which has been in school and to my family. And I think that I'll continue to do that. Like I'll find ways to be connected to like, by, I don't know, like volunteering at events and things. Like that's always been something that has been a big part of my life. Can you talk a little bit more about the community you've found and it sounds like may continue? What does that look like? Cause it might be something that's done through school, but you're probably volunteering also outside of school. Well, it originally stemmed from my family, not necessarily from school, because my grandmother was a, like, she's a huge part of the town of Freeport's community. And like, it's kind of been like instilled in all of us that like, we need to do something to give back. Like, cause like everyone else does so much for everyone. So it's like, you give and you take, it's not just like, you don't just take. And so through school, I've been part of clubs that give back, but also outside of school, I've helped at like different town events and things so it's just i don't know it's just something that i've learned how to do and it's something that not everyone in high school knows how to do and it's kind of frustrating sometimes when you see people that are like so selfish when you want to just tell them to just like to just like stop for a minute and think about other people and not just themselves because in high school a lot of people do end up being all about themselves and sometimes that can be a lot (laughs) Mm -hmm. so you're finding a community of like-minded people who want to Give back. Mm-hmm. And also, like Angel said, like push each other mm-hmm. to like be their best selves and also mm-hmm. like learn, continue to grow. Right now, I've definitely found both of those things in especially sports and my teams. And I feel like going forward, even if I don't have a sports team anymore, it's that drive that I've learned from other people pushing me and me pushing them back 
to make each other our best selves and the best like group and team we can be possible. And it's just the communication and the togetherness that we have that is just I know that I'm definitely going to keep that with me and I'll think about like in hard times I'll think about like everyone else and what they would say how they would help me get through it Mm -hmm. and so I think that's just an important part of something I'm learning now that I will want to keep with me. So it sounds a little bit you all correct me if I'm wrong but that your vision when you enter the world after high school would be that you would surround yourself with people who push you, who support you, who share values with you. When you look forward and you think and envision yourself in communities, I'm curious as you think of our world today, if you have hope and optimism that you'll find people who you can have a sense of belonging with. Yeah, I think that right now we live in a pretty, I don't know, chaotic time with like everything that's going on. And I think that I have hope that I will find people who I will feel like I belong with and can like share things with. Because I've learned in Volo is that like it doesn't matter if you and the person are completely different. Like there's always some like something in common if you work for it. So like it could be like you like the same kind of music or maybe you play this or maybe you do the same sport. Like there's always gonna be something that ties you to someone. Like even if you have completely different like views, there's always something. And I mean, unless the person's like completely like your arch enemy and your opposite. But I think there's always a way for you to like find common ground, which it can be the smallest things, but that's like what bigger communities are about, I think. Because like in a town, like you all live in the same town, but that doesn't mean you all think about the same things and have the same views. I really love that idea of really finding like something, even something similar in all the differences. I feel like where I go to school now, there are a lot of different people and we're all different. I haven't met anyone who's exactly like me and I'm really happy about that. I think it's so amazing to have different types of people, not only because it gives you a chance to find similarities within your differences, but also to kind of appreciate those differences. When I think about what I want in the future for in a community is I want something that is different than myself in the sense of learning. Like I mentioned before, I want people who have different backgrounds than I do, people who have different cultures, languages to kind of help expand myself as a person because there really can't be any growth if you stick with the same thing. And I think that if you kind of take the time to really work on something, take the time to appreciate each other's similarities as well as differences, that's what makes the community that's what makes it go i really agree with robbie and angel i think that a really important part is taking that time i think that it doesn't really matter if you have everything in common but if you don't take the time to find that out or if you don't take the time to like wave or say hi to them in the hallway or at like the grocery store or something like that then you won't have the chance to build that community and it takes work But over time, the work definitely pays off when you have a group of people who are different than you, but also share the same things as you. To that point, I'm curious, and I'm ever optimistic, as you all go out into the world, so you three have this idea of, I want to be in community with people who are different from me. I'm curious, like really, how you envision 
growing close to a circle of people who aren't like you, what does that really look like? Because I would love you to influence the world in that way. I think the chaos Robbie refers to would be really different if people were influenced by what you all are talking about. So can you like just brainstorm for a minute or maybe it's dream (laughs) kind of no limits to what is possible. Can you say what that might look like? You're out of high school and maybe you've gone to college and you're out of college and you're living someplace and you have a mission (laughs) to build these communities. What do you do? How do you do that? I think the most important aspect is taking time and being respectful in the situation where you are dealing with people who are different than you. They might have different customs, different ways of life. And the best way to approach it is just to be curious, but also curious in a respectful way. You never want to kind of throw out, like just be, give yourself all out. You want to like take the time to really get to know somebody so you can figure out, yeah, what are those differences that we have? What are things that I should or shouldn't do? Because it's important so that you can learn about each other and continue to grow. I think that it also starts with your little relationships with the people around you. And then once you start building on with people who are maybe in your same neighborhood or do the same activity as you do or are in the same workplace, then once you build those things, you can start meeting people through them or you can meet people at some event that you decide to go to because you think it looks cool and maybe it's not something that you're interested in, but you think that you might be able to meet someone who's really passionate about it and learn from them about those different things. And through that, you'll be able to build more relationships with the people around you. I have one more question, then we're going to do a little wrap up. The question simply is, how do phones or technology impact the communities that you're in? Wow. So that's a big one. Technology is just so huge. It's like this gigantic world in like a little handheld device. (laughs) And to be perfectly honest, I think it has its ups and downs like everything. I know when I first went to my school last year, and I think a big reason why I got so like quickly mixed into like the culture and the community there was because all the freshmen decided to put together a group chat where they would send funny videos and stuff like that but also there's that factor where like they'd be on it way too much but i think there's really a time and a place for it there are i think it's can be good it can bring people together it's a good way for like networking and to kind of bring people together but there's also time where technology is kind of best left down so you can have better face-to-face conversations and I mean that's what we were talking about with the relationships we have in schools when we are in school and when we're doing those problems when we're bonding together over how difficult this assignment is we aren't on our phones doing it we're face-to-face going through a struggle together and through the sweat and tears we make a friendship yeah, I think technology like it's crucial now for certain parts of our lives, but it's also like there are certain like points where you just don't need it. Like 
when you're hanging out with a group of friends, like you don't all need to be on your phone. You can put them down. You don't like, you should be more interested in what you're doing than like what the other rest of the world is doing. So like, I think st- sometimes technology is just excessive. Like you don't need to take a picture of everything. You don't need to text everyone about what you're doing. You can be like focus on yourself and focus on what's going on around you. You're not really in community if you're in community on your phone. Yeah. Because you're like more engaged like in the community of your phone. But like that's kind of a superficial community Mm because like, I mean, I've been able to connect people who live like across the country from my camp. But like that's not meaningful connection to me. Like I'd rather be with them and talk to them than like Mm -hmm. receive a text from them because that's just not the same. So I want to thank you all for doing this conversation. I want to thank you all for being a part of this conversation in this small community. And I'd love to close in a volo way with a single word or two. And I'd like you to think about the idea of community and the best communities you're in. And can you use a word or words to describe how you feel when you are in those communities? Supported and strong. A sense of togetherness. The one word that comes to mind is reciprocated. And I think just as we're sitting here and I'm appreciating the pieces of community that you all are distilling, I think the word that comes to my mind is helpful. Thank you, you guys. Thanks for joining us today. Like what you heard? We invite you to connect with us at volomain.org for additional ideas and inspiration. We're also excited to share that Volo is in the midst of hosting a four-part series in partnership with local Maine schools, where we will explore adolescence from a place of hope. We invite teens, families, educators, or anyone who wants to support teens to these free presentations. Learn more on our website, volomain.org. Music from this episode was created by one of our many talented teens, Miles. It was a pleasure having you in our circle today. Until next time.